I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Let's roll. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we usually discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. But not tonight. Tonight, we begin our beer movie series, where we each will make our individual cases for which beer-themed movie is the greatest of all time, while drinking and sharing great beers, of course. I'm your host and adult man who collects stickers, Jeff. <laughs> and I'm your host, Jeff. And with us for movie night, we have, uh, who do we got here? The doctor is in the house. Of course. Joe, the producer's here. Always good to be here. Check one, two, Sam and Tom. All right. So we're all here to discuss uh, great movies. But before we can get to uh, our beer movie for the night, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. All right, I'm uh, going to do the first toast since we're recording here at my house. I'd like to toast... USAA for making the whole process of me getting back in here after a fire quite easy. They're a phenomenal, phenomenal um, insurance company, and I, uh, they didn't fight us on a single thing. They, they made it fantastic. Are they and sponsoring so our podcast? They, 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 <laughs> they will. Actually, yeah, that's I a guess great in, idea. Yeah. in theory, since I'm, we have a roof, they I'm, are sponsoring I'm going to submit some expenses. I'll let you guys know how it goes. So. <laughs> Did you so, lose some beers in the process? I, uh, I want to toast them, and then I don't think there's any other toasts, so I'll grab the roast as well. I have a very passionate <laughs> roast for Vivnant Solar. <laughs> <laughs> so Vivnant Solar uh, is the reason why I was out of my house for four months. We had a fire, and it was uh, from their equipment. And here's some highlights. It took them an hour and 30 minutes to even get on the phone with me to discuss it. Uh, when I called their customer don't service. Don't see a future sponsorship coming yeah, here. Yeah, I know. It gets better. It took them 45 days to come out to my house to even <laughs> look at it. Uh, they still haven't acknowledged responsibility. They have wanted to charge me for the power the system <laughs> would have generated oh, well, if it was oh, here. Wow. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Have you told the audience exactly what happened here? Or? Uh, so we had, a, yeah, we had a solar fire. I yeah. think I just yeah. shared that. Uh, solar panels, yeah. yeah. Got that sometimes. Just scared uh, everyone in the Midwest from looking at solar panels. Yeah, Thanks, that's Joe. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So I will, I will uh, mitigate that a little bit in that the, uh, the firefighters that came said they had never seen a solar fire and that we should not worry about it. So that's not a comment. Yeah. It's important yeah, that, that we don't... Important. Uh, Disclaimer. Uh, beer, but, and then the last thing about roasting them is they've been um, collecting a bill that they say that I owe them, and they have done nothing right, but I do get a call without fail every week from their collection department. <laughs> 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 oh, they're, they're persistent. <laughs> So, so uh, we, Vivian yeah. Solar, the official solar of our podcast, are not. <laughs> so yeah, they uh, they would have to bring a lot of money to be part of the podcast. Yeah. So. Well, we're glad you, I'm glad your house is back in yes. order and it's, it's great to place. have beautiful you all place. here as well. And we got to pour one out. Yeah, so actually, I have two pour ones out, but I'm going to save one. Uh, I'm going to table that till a little later in the in the the, the podcast tonight. Okay. And then, uh, but the one right now is I'm just going to pour one out for all of our Gen Zers, our, our younger listeners. Um, Apparently, America is running out of White Claw. 
hard seltzer. And, uh, oh, you know, no. since I'm so in tune with the younger listener, <laughs> yes. uh, that is a big drink among the younger <laughs> listeners. And really, that's, that's they're I'm kind of a you said in tune instead it, of in touch with. That's, yeah, yeah. That would be inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, but basically, they're a victim. It sounds like White Claw's a victim of their own success. They, they didn't realize how uh, popular their drink was going to be among all of the, uh, the, the people looking for something other than Natty Light and, uh, you know, Bud Light. And uh, so they are said, according to the company, they're working around the clock to increase supply uh, and to try and Thank meet. Yes, exactly. But I think on a positive note, really, this is just another reason for all of those young drinkers to turn uh, to the um, good side and, and start trying some craft beer and, 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 and improve their, their drinking along. habits. Yes, exactly. So uh, we'll pour one out for them for now, but hopefully we'll welcome them along and, and we'll be toasting them in the near future. All right. That has been toast, roast, and pour one out. What are we drinking tonight? <laughs> Tom, oh, Tom wants a, to get right to that's it. That's a great question. So in, in honor of uh, the movie this evening, I brought two beers tonight. Um, so do you want to tell us what, uh, what we're drinking? Uh, well, I'll tell you what we're watching. What you tell watching? us what oh, we're Oh, I know we're drinking. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Good call. Someone started already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the watching. Yes. Uh, tonight, I will be making my case for Smokey and the Bandit as the greatest beer-themed movie ever. And with right. that in mind, with what that, are we drinking? What are we drinking? Well, so with that in mind, I know everyone who's probably seen Smoking the Bennett several times. Um, and uh, so the first I did is I brought the banquet beer. I brought the Coors original. We're going to step outside of our, our comfort zone tonight and kind of regress a little bit. But we're going to have Coors the banquet beer because for all of you that know, you know, I know everybody, probably, but in my extensive research of Smoking the Bandit, uh, came out in 1977, second highest grossing movie of 1977 uh, behind Star Wars. So uh, I think anything that comes in second to Star Wars, is that's, that's pretty good. Big, yes. um, and the basic premise of that, it was based on uh, a real situation at the time. So at the time in 1977 or, you know, in, in the 70s, early 70s, um, Coors was unavailable east of the Mississippi River um, because they, it was not pasteurized and it was not, and that beer needed constant refrigeration. So therefore you could only, it could only legally be sold outside, uh, it couldn't legally be sold outside of the 11 Western and Southwestern U.S. states. So the, this kind of became the guy, the guy that was the director, Hal Needham, said, hey, this is a good idea for uh, um, a bootleg. A, a bootleg. We're going to make a bootleg movie about bootlegging, bootlegging. bootlegging Coors to the south. And so that's kind of why we brought Coors, our banquet beer. And then also in honor of uh, uh, Sheriff Buford and, and uh, the good chunk of the movies filmed in Texas. Um, so I brought in the pride of uh, Shiner, Texas, and, and uh, the oldest independent brewery in Texas. I brought Shinerbach from the Shiner Brewery uh, that opened actually in 1909. And this beer was, uh, uh, it's actually one of my favorite beers as far as just kind of a go-to beer. Um, and it's, a, it's a started, was brewed and started, they started brewing in 1973. Um, it's, and like I said, it's, a, it's one of the oldest breweries, uh, independent brewers in Texas. So I brought Shinerbach and I brought some cores for us. All right, so gentlemen, choose your beverage yes. before we get started, what do you want? Tom, what do you want? What do you want? Coors or a Schneiderbach? Well, I'm staying with Coors here. Okay, uh, bring it around. Throw back to the movie. Yes. And, uh, and I'm Schneiderbach. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Joe's going with a Schneiderbach. You guys can have the Coors. Me I'm going to go with both because uh, I, I think it's one of those <laughs> nice. Have more than one yeah. beer. Hey, wait, I didn't you got to go both ways here. tonight. I think, guys. I think you got to live hey, a little. Wait a so minute. you're talking the doctor's language. I know the doctor. That's doctor stick. Oh, I'm having a Coors in the can. There you go. That's even better. To go with Smokey and the Bandit. I don't know if I'll finish it. I'm starting with it. There you go. Well, you don't need to finish this, but well, uh, it's okay. ice cold. It is ice cold, That's as a, a core should be. 
And it's free. So, oh, doctor. Hey, hey, is it okay to double fist and drink other beers while we're drinking Coors Light? Yeah, just don't say it out loud. Uh, no, no, no. Cheers. 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 Smokey and the Bandit. Burr Rattles. I taste like I'm hugging my dad goodnight. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that came Wait, across. No, yeah, that came across. That's exactly right. Perfectly. Yeah. Flashbacks. Wait, flashbacks. Oh, what you, when you hug your dad goodnight, what did you actually do to taste him? It smelled like Coors. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tonight is about Smokey and the Bandit, and I'm going to make my case that it is the greatest beer-themed movie. Fell in love with it in 1977, so my goal tonight is to tell you why and convince you why. And I know uh, the talent has done his usual extensive research, uh, but while the rest of you were seeing Star Wars back in 1977, my dad took me to see Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, <laughs> that says a lot about it. Yes, yeah. we, we lived out in the yeah. desert. Yeah. We didn't have, a, we, we didn't have a, a theater that showed recent movies. They were always got like a year and a half old. So while everyone in my class had gone to see Star Wars, my dad would not drive into L.A. Uh, for Star Wars. But we went and saw The Bandit. We saw The Shootist and Blazing Saddles. But Star Wars had to wait for over a year for me. So um, here I go. I believe a true beer-themed movie has to have certain criteria that it meets. And Smokey and The Bandit will not only meet but exceed all expectations of this criteria. Great movie hinges on plot and characters. And so let's start. If we've got a beer-themed movie, let's start with plot. The entire movie is a grandiose <laughs> beer run. Very you good. leave Atlanta, Georgia to pick up 400 cases of Coors, uh, transport it 900 miles from Texarkana, Texas, back to Atlanta, Georgia in 28 hours. And that's the entire uh, plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And here you go. We have a big chance. A big chance to make a run for some big bucks. 80,000 of them. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. What are we gonna do? Kidnap the Pope or something? How'd you guess? <laughs> no, we're just gonna run over to Texarkana and pick up 400 cases of Coors. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> that's the a, great Burt Reynolds. Uh, how is 400 cases of Coors going to make you any kind of profit, really? Yeah. <laughs> what was a bet? Big and little Enos Burt bet. Yeah. <laughs> Bet him he couldn't do it. Eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, of course, there's a catch. I got a plan for you. That's called bootlegging, and that's against the law. Well, who gives a turkey when the snowman and the bandit are running the booze? No one can stop us. All right. So we got a, we got a, a, a bet that it can't be done. So we've got a high-speed pursuit across nice. the the South, transporting Coors beer. That's your beer movie right yeah, there. Right. Got to have it. That's going to be tough to beat. It is going to be tough to beat. <laughs> but the overall premise is a high start. standard here. Yes, you are. Uh, all based on the wager between Bo Danville, the bandit, and big and little Enos Burdett. Um, we need sidekicks, so uh, Burt Reynolds, will, the bandit, will have Hank Snow, played by Jerry Reed, the snowman, to drive the rig full of beer, while bandit famously drives the Trans Am as the blocker. So, you know, I think one of the things that kind of, kind of amazing to me about this movie, especially now looking back at, at it from current time and you look at the budgets that movies have nowadays. So the original budget on this movie 
uh, was I think about $5.3 million to make the whole movie. And then uh, one of the studio hatchet men came in right at the last minute and, and informed the director, Hal Needham, that, hey, you're gonna, your budget's cut by a million dollars. So now you're at $4.3 million. And he had to pay Burt Reynolds a million to be in the movie. So Burt Reynolds basically made a, a quarter of the, the whole budget. Good job, and, Burt. And yet, so he made this movie on $3.3 million and yet uh, made the second highest grossing movie uh, you know, of the, of the year. And not only that, it actually ended up being nominated for, for an Oscar for Best Editing, <laughs> which is, again, pretty amazing. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, guess who it lost to? Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Right. And he double dipped on his budget a little bit. He got yeah. Jerry Reed to uh, create the theme song, correct? Correct. Yeah. yeah so. It probably went through a few Trans Ams in that. I remember the Trans Am after that movie. The Trans Am was the hot, sexy car for, for quite a few Yeah, quite find a me a 10 or 11, 12 year old at yeah. that time that didn't want to be driving yeah. a Trans Am. Yeah. Exactly. You guys remember the theme song by Jerry Reed? East, eastbound and down. 18. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? So you know what the interesting thing about that one is that song basically is that uh, Jerry Reed, who plays Cletus, uh, it was, uh, you know, he said he promised he would come up with a song and they came up to him and he still didn't have it by the end of filming. And so uh, they came up and Needham said, hey, you know, you have to have something by tomorrow morning. So he wrote that song in one night <laughs> and, uh, and played it for them. And that song ended up becoming, uh, like it went to like number two on the, on the country chart. So that's pretty amazing. That you just is. kind of whip that out overnight. And, you know, the next <laughs> morning you, you have one of the greatest uh, movie that's songs right. he, ever. He's, he's Cletus Snow. I just yeah. called him Hank Snow, which yeah. when he, yeah. he's yeah. making a phone call from yeah. the diner, the, yeah. the lady on the, yeah. the operator wants to know if he's related to Hank Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually, and, and then actually, more modern times, it actually that song "Eastbound and Down" uh, inspired the, the HBO comedy that that uh, came out, oh, you know, right. a few years ago. Yeah. You know, 1984, in my in high school, Jerry Reed was playing a concert at the Lakeside Rodeo, and uh, a friend said, "I want some tickets on the radio. Do you, have you ever heard of Jerry Reed? <laughs> have I? <laughs> <laughs> Let me sing you his best hits. <laughs> will, will you go with me? Yes, yes, I will. And so I think I was 14 or somewhere in that that 14 or 15, and went out to uh, see Jerry Reed at the Lakeside Rodeo. I got knocked out by a Marine. Yeah, not uh, A fight had been had broken out, and I wasn't in the fight. I was only 14 years sure. old. So, but a Marine was very excited about the fight, and he was telling me about the fight blow by blow, swinging his arms wildly, and he was telling the story with such enthusiasm. I, I leaned in to hear the story, and he knocked me out cold. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I was his little buddy the rest of the night, and uh, he, took, he took care of me. And I, I think that he was buying me drinks I wasn't allowed to have for the rest of the night, but he, wasn't, he was to take care of me the was rest of that night. Find your course? But Jerry Reed came in, they had a convoy of Budweiser trucks nice. and nice. Coors trucks uh, that brought him in when it was his turn to oh, play that's awesome. at that that's concert. That's a good story. Yeah. yeah. So Burt Reynolds got his sidekick, Jerry Reed. Uh, Jerry Reed gets his own sidekick, the Basset Hound Fred, and you have to have a dog in a perfect beer-themed movie. That's part of the criteria I'm setting tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That, I've also geared fair. this to win. Yeah, that, yeah. that narrows the list down. Yeah. We'll put this out for a vote on yeah, Instagram yeah, when fair, we're all fair. done. We'll let the, we'll let the fans though. decide. Yeah. Um, so now our bootlegging beers run, and you've got to have a beer run in the greatest beer theme movie, right? And the whole story is a beer run. Um, anybody got a beer run story? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a beer run story you're willing to share on yeah, the spot. <laughs> Good qualification, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those two, that's the criteria. We, uh, we did the, the mountain bike rides out of Camp Pendleton every year, and, and uh, 
one year after the ride, uh, listener Paul and I uh, wanted to get more beer, and my wife said, you guys aren't going anywhere. You spent too much time at the beer garden. You can't drive. And, and she was absolutely right. So we said, but our bikes are right here. Yeah. <laughs> she had to come get us from the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> It chained up the bikes and got them the next morning. That was our bicycle beer run that went all wrong. That's pretty good. All right, so for a light comedy, uh, what you get for the plot, a race against time with a number of car chases. You've got to have a car chase in a beer movie. We've got a truck full of beer, and true to form, the first few minutes has enough speeding across the south, car chases, cat and mouse with state troopers to make a, a decent road trip film, a buddy film, uh, running beer. But Bandit got more in store for us. Enter Sally Fields as Carrie, later on to be uh, nicknamed Frog, as the runaway bride to be picked up in her wedding dress by Bandit. Now we got a romantic comedy element. See? Oh, bonus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that required for the... It is not. <laughs> okay, it's good. a bonus. Yeah. So can we qualify this as a rom-com? Yeah. <laughs> a 1970s a beer run <laughs> a with a dog <laughs> with a rom-com. Yeah. And, then, and that introduces the best part of the entire movie, the true magic of the film, because then we get Sheriff Buford T. Justice. Yes. Geniusly portrayed by comedy legend Jackie Gleason, uh, he will be in high-speed pursuit for hundreds of miles. It gives us the story of a villain who, and this is the correct use, Ironically, <laughs> our villain is also our lawman who's just trying to enforce not only the law, but to retrieve his son's runaway bride. I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, that's, that's what irony is. That's how irony works. Here he, and here he, yeah, may for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he comes in with his own theme music, which I love. Here, here we go, this theme music. So you know what you know what's kind of funny about uh, Buford T. Justice is that actually was based on a real man, yeah. and uh, it was based on a, on a cop named Buford T. Justice, and he was a, Flo a Florida Highway Patrolman known to Burt Reynolds' father, who was the police chief of Riviera Beach, uh, Florida. And the thing that's kind of amazing about it too, and you can pr probably figure it out after you watch the movie, is that Gleason, Gleason basically ad libbed or wrote his own lines right. for the entire movie. I, I yeah. did read that. Because um, it said basically... He refused to follow yeah, the script. Yeah, he basically never delivered dialogue on, on, the, on the script. And then also it says while he was filming, he liked uh, to drink his, uh, bourbon. Uh, and he would call it... Uh, he had the code name. It was called Hamburgers. So they said uh, his personal assistant, who was always at his beck and call, was to supply him with hamburgers as needed. Um, and they said... That, that the, the funny quote is it says, don't judge him, because that may have helped to, to the overall success of the movie. So I thought that was pretty oh, he, funny. He, he makes the movie. Oh, yeah. 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 Starting with, we get the high-speed pursuit, not only to uh, apprehend a bootlegger, but to, to chase down the bride. And here, here's his entry scene into the movie. It's classic. A lady in a wedding gown. Yes, sir. Get in a car. Yes, sir. See who's driving. N no, sir. License plate. Yes, sir. Uh, Georgia plates. Um, band one. Uh, B A N dash O N E. All right. Now you boys just stay here and watch the car. There might be some vandals around them want to steal something. <laughs> so you boys just stay here and keep your hands on a car until one of my associates arrive. And don't go home. Don't go to eat. And don't play with yourself. It wouldn't look nice on my highway. <laughs> oh, you can think about it. 
But don't do it. Do it. <laughs> did, did he ad-lib that line yes, right there? I'm pretty all sure he probably ad-libbed all of it. I think actually there was a little bit of, I don't know if we can do with that, that. I don't know if we can put, don't play with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anybody have a story about on the highway? No, never mind. No, no, never mind. If you didn't want to share a beer run, you're probably, mm. probably not going there. Uh, so now Bandit's got his side, new sidekick, Frog. Snowman's got his sidekick, Fred. Buford T is accompanied by his dolt of a son, Junior. So we've got three subplots running through a high-speed, long-distance beer run. Do you guys, do you guys know uh, that uh, Mike Henry is the actor who played Junior? And he was actually a former Pittsburgh Steeler lineman, or actually oh. played linebacker for them. And uh, he was about 6'3 and a big... He played you, Tarzan, yeah, too. Yeah, Tarzan. he played Tarzan yeah, for a say. bunch of stuff. And then he also appeared in The Longest Yard with Burt Reynolds as well. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. Hmm. Did not know that. Done your yeah. research. I don't yeah, know. That's yeah. impressive. That's, that's he funny. always does. Um, all right, two specific scenes I want to bring up to support this movie's consideration as beer theme movie goat. Uh, number one is the introduction of the 1977 Trans Am, which I realize we are a audio medium, and I'm about to present a visual medium, but we'll, I'll stick this clip on Twitter and Instagram yeah, we'll so, so you can see it. Um, but here it is, uh, Snowman's wondering how they're gonna make this work, and here comes the Trans Am. You mean to tell me we're gonna drive from here to Texarkana, Texas, and back to here in 28 hours? It's only 900 miles there, 900 miles back. Well, for your information, that ain't never been done, not no rig. That's because you and I ain't never done it in no rig. You gotta stop thinking so negative, son. Of course we can make it. We ain't never not made it yet, have we? Not made it yet. Yeah. That's been a thing yeah, for see. us. Yeah. I see, all right. I see our ass in a swing if we get caught. That's what I see. Well, God almighty, would you look at that. <laughs> Beautiful, huh? Honey, hush. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't guess we're going to be riding in a truck together this time, are we? Oh, no, son. No, son. I'll be driving this one. Hey, uh, blocker, blocker. You'll be driving the truck. That's this right. is Bandit 1, and that is... Uh, Bandit 2. Mm -hmm. Together again. Oh, yeah, like uh, Fred and Ginger and Lester and Earl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, Jeff, you just had a, a man crush on Bert and a... Car envy. That's why this is beer movie. Oh, I had a, I had a, a man crush on Bert, Jerry Reed, and Buford T. Justice. <laughs> and a car. And, and a car. And a normal yeah, crush on Sally Fields. Car. There you go. Right. So As you're... a young lad. <laughs> no, still. Yeah. No, that, yeah, nothing's really changed. I just rewatched it last night and I felt the same. You way. still like Bert Reynolds, Sally Field, and Trans Ams. <laughs> maybe so, one has changed is the Coors. <laughs> so you were saying, Todd, that you thought that they had a boatload. Do you know that they filmed that movie with only four Trans Ams? He actually, Needham asked for six, and they would only give him four. Right. And they said that, uh, and first of all, they were not 1977 Trans Ams in the movie. They were 76 Trans Ams, and then they put the front end of a 77 on it. Um, and then uh, they said that they, they totaled three of them, and, uh, and then they had the fourth one, and, and by the end of the movie, for that final scene, uh, they had to have another car push the fourth Trans Am into the scene because <laughs> it couldn't make it because it had been beat up so much. Oh, the oh, Bert was behind the wheel. So, not yeah. exactly Stop. great marketing so, for yeah. Trans Am. They yeah. kept that yeah, so they, uh, keep yeah, that so they, they abused those. Uh, and, and, and in fact, on the big jump scene, I think they said that they had attached a booster rocket to it so it could make it up over that. So it was, it's pretty kind of interesting when you go out. So none of the Trans Ams actually from the movie uh, survived. Um, they, the final one was totaled. 
Um, but there was one Trans Am that they used in some promotional stuff that I think has turned up uh, in, a, in an auction somewhere, and in, in it's, oh. it's in Florida. Someone in Florida owns it now, and Burt Reynolds actually went there and saw it and signed it and said officially that, yeah, this was the one that they used to kind of oh. promote the movie. All right, here's um, one for you. If they do a, if they do a Smoke in the Bandit, a, you know, a newer version now, who would play Burt Reynolds? Oh, that's, that's a, a good question. Yeah. question. And who would play, you know, Jackie, who would play Jackie Gleason's part? Ooh. Oh, these are very good questions. Yeah. Uh, can we get George Clooney in there somehow? Oh, he could yeah. be. He, he, yeah, he, he could be, be bandit. bandit. Yeah. I'm I, thinking. Uh, what, what's his name? Would be um, who's the guy? Wolverine. He, he's a singer. Oh, he Hugh probably, Jackman. Hugh Jackman probably plays Cletus. Oh. <laughs> so he can sing his songs. He sings his song. He would be and a powerful then, Cletus. Yeah. So there's your bomb. Lincoln is Cletus. Probably. And what would the run? What would the run be? What would be? What would be? What would the? What are they smuggling? We talk what beer? Yeah. What beer they right. We're taking Ooh. Cali Creamen right. all the way across to the yeah. East Coast. Yeah. Sculpin. Yeah. 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 Mother Earth, no, Cali, Cali Creamen. Sculpin uh, found its way itself. Yeah, yeah true. Mother Earth could use a hand. Yeah. Uh, no, you know what? It should be Prohibition's pre-wheat. Uh, oh, Prohibition. Prohibition. Yeah. Yeah, because then you got that whole thing going on there. All right, so I said introduction to the 77 Trans Am. By the way, one of our guests... Has uh, does own a 1977 Trans Am? Do you remember? Correct. That was um, from Culver Brewing. Ben. Ben. Ben uh, Fairweather yeah. at Culver. He said we told him we were, right. we're doing this podcast. He goes, you know, I have a 1977 wow. Trans Am. He did not offer to drive us. Yeah, around. or let us let yeah. us even yeah. see it. Yeah, no. He just so. mentioned that he had one. Yeah. Right. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> a beer theme number two. Beer theme movie must have a car chase. So as you're thinking about your beer theme movies. You better have a car chase. That's and Bandit, point. you get car chases galore. You get car chases. You get car chases with motorcycles, with semi-trucks, with runaway brides, with hot rods, with roadblocks busted, mailboxes obliterated, backyards ripped up, highway chases, back road chases, and, of course, a bridge jump. Yes. Bandit, frog, outrace, outwit the entire police force from Texas all the way to Georgia, allowing Snowman and the 400 cases of beer to continue racing toward Atlanta. So those are my two plot pieces you gotta have. You gotta, the, the introduction of the Trans Am and the, and the car chase. A lot of rules here. I yes. don't know, I don't uh, know. come on. Uh, so this is going rigged. First. This is rigged. I'm gonna help you make your, make your argument a little bit too. I think one of the things that's amazing, you, ha you gotta have a very uh, powerful leading man, leading character, leading actor, yes. right? And I mean, yes. really at that time, Burt Reynolds was the man. He was. At that yeah. time? Yeah, I mean, he still was for a long time yes. after that. But I mean, really, at that time, he was at the, yeah, at the peak, the guy, of, yeah. uh, or not the peak, but he was rising to the peak of his star oh, power. Oh, he was Gator, he yeah, was Stroke yeah, Race. Exactly, and so to have that in there is, uh, so that's, I'm going to tie back into the beginning of it. What I said, pour one out, is I, I'd like to, to, to raise a little toast and with my Coors Banquet beer to Burt Reynolds. Burt! Burt Reynolds, who yeah. passed away in, in September Bert. of 2018. Burt was God bless strapping you, Bert. lad. He would have been a listener, for sure. Yes, no doubt. And according to Sally Field's uh, autobiography, a, a disaster in his personal life. But, <laughs> but she forgave him all of it. Uh, on to character. Real jewel of the movie, Jackie Gleason. His role is Buford T. Justice. And he had to share screen time with megastar Burt Reynolds. Uh, and that seems like a daunting task. But Gleason, he steals the movie. If you rewatch yeah. the movie, you forget Burt Reynolds. Like, okay, this is the part with, with the bandit. Get, yeah, get, get to, to the, the part the next with, scene, with right. Buford T. Uh, <laughs> And Reynolds has enough comic genius. He earns his money by letting Gleason take just, over. Just yeah. be him. Uh, and for me, there's no better scene in the, in the entire movie for seeing this dynamic between the two of them. Because most of the time, they're just on the CB. And, but you see them face to face when they meet in the diner. 
and Justice has no idea that this is Bandit that he's been chasing for hundreds of miles when he meets him. So here's the, the diner scene. You must be in a hell of a hurry, huh, Sheriff? Bet your ass on that boy. Oh, you got a mess here. Let me, hmm? let me help you out here. Get that off of there. That's a way for an officer. Much yeah. <laughs> Who are you chasing? Somebody chasing you? Nobody chasing me, boy. <laughs> I'm a chasing my goddamn maniac all the way from Texas. Really? Was he a bank robber? Look, bottom. Bank robber and his baby scared alongside of what this dude is doing. Yeah. <laughs> Almost killed funny law officer. Driving through people's backyard, knocking down mailboxes. Got a broad in the car, took him across the state line, got the man out. I don't think he's got a permission, and that's getting him. How's that behind Judge? <laughs> <laughs> I can quote that entire scene for yeah, you. If you did in the yeah. future. Yeah. Jack Gleason should have gotten a million dollars, not Bird. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, right there. My, my favorite part is when, when you see the, the spitter that goes on <laughs> Reynolds' eye, and you see him go stutter and then flick it away. <laughs> Do you remember what, uh, what Jackie Gleason is eating, what Buford's eating right there? Is, Diablo. As yeah, Diablo, Diablo sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Goes out the, the window. Diablo. Junior, you want anything? Slush puppy daddy. <laughs> we don't have time for that crap. Give me a Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper. Make it fast. I'm in a goddamn hurry. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part's watching Jeff watch. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love this movie. I want one of those Diablo sandwiches. Yeah. It's kind of like good. <laughs> We were somewhere that had Diablo sandwiches, and I don't eat beef. And don't judge me. <laughs> it's a medical condition. Um, and I so much it, wanted a Diablo if you were sandwich true, and a yeah. Dr. Jeff, Pepper. Some could say if you were a true fan, you would have tried it. I, I would, yes. I think yes. we need another I also would have gone to the hospital. Yeah. Where's the Shiner box? Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, just and by the way, just the idea that they take a bathroom and meal break in the middle, in the middle of a high speed exactly. pursuit. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. Also, a form of irony, actual yeah, okay. irony. Good. Oh, there we go. More there's irony that, that coming. Again. I feel like I'm in school right yes. now. Yes. I've been waiting for yeah. my moment to correct yeah. everyone on yeah, irony uh, with Justice's conflicts with fellow police officers because he's the he's the law officer that's that is just a disaster with other uh, police officers. He accidentally arrests another sheriff while he's with a prostitute. <laughs> and I like how he that's says, right. not, I like how he not says, not Buford T, but the other one. Yeah. I like how he says, some bitches. Some, some bitches. bitches. <laughs> you you want to, again, interesting fact. Yes. Um, that, that when it aired finally on a network television, they had to tone the language down. Yes. And uh, for example, his some bitch uh, was altered to scumbum. Scumbum. <laughs> That's right. And they, and they said that at the time that most of the leads kind of re-recorded re their dialogue, but Jackie Gleason didn't do it. And so they got this guy named Henry Corden, uh, who actually was the voice of Fred Flintstone. And he's ah. the one who dubbed in the new dialogue. Oh. For Justice, Which is so. perfect, because Fred yeah. Flintstone's yeah. based yeah. on yeah. Ralph Cramden, exactly. who was played <laughs> by Jackie Gleason. Exactly. Oh, so wow. Kind of, kind of all came full yeah, circle. Yeah, full circle. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. You know, right. So he arrests a sheriff that's with a prostitute. He racially insults another sheriff. Here it is. Did he say Wilma? <laughs> hey, boy. Where's Sheriff Branford? I am Sheriff Branford. Oh, hey. yeah, for some reason or another, you sound a little taller on radio. <laughs> <laughs> As he's looking down at him. What the hell is the world coming to? 
I think everyone's going to want to watch this movie after hearing yeah, this podcast. Yeah, if you yeah. haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm going home and watching it tonight. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> uh, he, he has, so racially insults another sheriff. His frustration with his, his own son, who is his deputy. Deputy. Uh, his deputy. Son bitch. Here we go. There's no way. No way. <laughs> That you could come from my loins. <laughs> this might be the soon best as line I of get the home, the first thing I'm gonna do is punch your mama in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dude, if he came out with inappropriate nowadays, but that was the bourbon talking right there. That was, but in 1977, that was. Imagine the the look on the crew's faces. He's ad libbing that yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. That's just gotta be. I just. First oh, thing I just want to see the crew. Punch your mama in the mouth. <laughs> There's no oh, way. Shit. No way. Sprung from my, my loins. loins. Oh, and my second favorite scene, the cafe scenes, the diner scenes, my favorite, is when Buford himself gets pulled over in yeah. what's left of his car at this point in the movie. The door's <laughs> missing, um, the top's chopped off, the bumper's falling off, and he gets berated by a state police officer in part one of this clip. I do, officer. My name's... I don't care if your name's Broderick Crawford. Don't you know you can't drive a piece of shit like that on the highway? I'll thank you not to use that kind of language <laughs> in my presence. Some Never mind that crap. Now, what the hell is this? This is evidence. Evidence. <laughs> well, I don't care what it is. You can't drive this piece of shit on my highway. I'm... <laughs> and, then, and then he pulls rank. I'm telling you for the last time, I happen to have my young son in the car, and I don't want to hear that kind of language. Look, I'm asking you one single goddamn hold death. Don't you ever, ever raise your voice to me. Do you know who you're talking to? I happen to be Buford T. Justice, a distinguished officer of over 30 years seniority. One of the most highly respected law enforcement agents in the United States of America. That vehicle happens to be evidence. Valuable evidence that's going to convict a maniac that I've been trying to apprehend and that I have been in high-speed pursuit of for 700 miles. <laughs> Jack Lee looks like he's got a heart attack yeah. right there. Man. And then he gets in the car and he says, "I'm so sorry." And he says, "Tells him f off." But, yeah, exactly. but in, yeah, in yeah. Bourbonville, Jackie yeah. Gleason doesn't say f off, right. and they had to put a car horn in to block it out in the in the scene because they couldn't have the f word in there to keep it rated correctly. Um, beer movie, my another part of my criteria must have one liners galore, and Smokey and the Bandit has them starting with. Uh, Burt Reynolds' laugh. Like a legend and an out-of-work bum look a lot alike, Daddy. And that was not his laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was little Paul Williams as little Enos Burdett uh, recognizing uh, Burt Reynolds. Wait a minute. Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. Because <laughs> he's thirsty, dummy. Here, here's Burt Reynolds' laugh. It even gets a shout out what to. What we're uh, dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Oh yeah! Shout out to that's a cool right. hand, Luke. Yeah, that's right. Um, hey, did you know that uh, Paul Williams there was also a famous uh, songwriter, composer? Yeah, yeah. 
He, uh, he did Three Dog Opera, Nights, uh, an old-fashioned love song. He also wrote Rainbow Connection for the Muppet movie. I, I used to have his 7-Eleven cut. No, well, there you go. <laughs> oh, Where you're you're the Slurpee fan. cups yeah, with, no, the, with totally rock remember. stars? Yeah. I had Paul Williams. That's, you're a true fan. That he also wrote uh, a number one chart-topping song that Barbara Streisand sang from A Star Is Born, Evergreen. Uh, and then the the classic Love Boat theme song. Wow. And he was also there like about four feet tall. Yeah. His character was little what? Little Enos. Little Enos? We're dealing oh, okay. with not, here. Not, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Little Enos. Because right. there's also big Enos. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> He's four feet tall. So. Yeah. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Size matters. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, song bitches. You song bitches can song close bitches. an umbrella. I'm going to start using that. Song <laughs> bitch. I don't know why we don't all say that all the time. Song bitches. It's coming There's back. There's probably reasons. It's, it's when coming bring back. It back. Yeah. There's probably reasons. And all right, so we've got our one-liners, including uh, uh, the w frog asking, would you be interested in a trooper uh, peeing on the side of the road? He, and Bert... Uh, Bandit responds, he's taking a 10-100. Frog responds, better than a 10-200. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another mandatory component to a beer movie is a bar fight. Snowman takes on an entire motorcycle gang at a choke and puke. Yeah. Oh, uh, where they right. threaten to hurt choke Fred. Choke and puke. I remember the choke and <laughs> choke and puke. I stop yeah, at the choke yeah. and puke. Get, yeah, throw yeah. some burgers down our throat. Right. Uh, he loses the fight, uh, but then gets out in his truck and runs over all their bikes all with his rig on his way out. Um, in the end, and then I'll stop after this, one more ironic twist, uh, with the entire Atlanta police force in pursuit, uh, motorcycles, cars, helicopters, bandit is ready to call it quits four miles from the finish, and we get a new hero, uh, Snowman. Sally's, young Sally Field. I don't like this any more than you do, but we ain't gonna make it, son. We're gonna hang it up. Whoa, negatory, negatory. What are you, crazy something? We come this far, ain't we? Look, when we say we're gonna do a job, we do a job? It's me they're after. They don't even know Clint Snow exists. Oh, they don't. Well, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. <laughs> we're just gonna introduce him to the boy. So move over a little bit, good buddy, because the snowman is coming through. <laughs> Beers delivered, Bandit Frog, Snowman, and Fred win the prize money. Buford T is foiled. And with any comedy that recognizes its own genius, uh, it leaves itself wide open for a new wild ride, a new car chase in the final scene. This is Bandit Darble talking. Oh, yeah. Where are you, you <laughs> son of a bitch? Well, i tell you where I am, Sheriff. There's just one thing I want to say. You must be part coon dog, because I've been chased by the best of them. Son, you make them look like they're all running in slow motion. Just want to say that. Well, thank you, Mr. Bandit. And as the pursuer, may I say you're the goddamnest pursuee I ever pursued. <laughs> now that the mutual bullshit is over, <laughs> where are you, you some bitch? There you go. <laughs> I'm right down the bottom of the hill, Sheriff. I'm six foot eight in a cowboy outfit. I got a little pygmy <laughs> standing right beside me, dressed just like me. You can't miss me. 10-4. Wait a minute. Scratch that. Hold it. I can't lie to you, Sheriff. You're too good a man. Look over your left shoulder. <laughs> We're on our way to Boston to get some clam chowder. Bye-bye. 
<laughs> no that, hard feelings. Bravo, bravo, bravo. That is my favorite scene in the whole movie right there. That, that just, one right there? Just the look on his face. Yeah. It's my, yeah. it's my least favorite because it means the movie's over. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, is that ironic, Jeff? <laughs> I have to think on that. Yeah. Uh, I might need another course to help me figure that out. Um, so here I rest my case for Smokey and the Bandit being the greatest beer-themed movie of all time. Uh, we'll have some more movies coming up to compare. When we finish our series, we'll put it out to you, the listeners, to decide, so stay tuned to that. Uh, we had two more Smoking the Bandit movies afterwards. Smoking the Bandit 2 isn't so much a terrible movie, but it's certainly a bad one. Uh, <laughs> exposing Bandit as a washed-up alcoholic takes some of the fun out of right. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they do triple down on Gleason's genius by adding two more justices, Buford's brother uh, Reginald, Van Justice from Canada and Gaylord Justice as a flamboyantly gay law officer that delivers the film's only memorable line that he's ready with charge akimbo. <laughs> <laughs> and smoking the bandit, the three, uh, the third is an absolute disaster. Uh, big and little Enos Burdett bet Buford T. He can't make a seafood run. Uh, the cost is badge. And no Burt Reynolds. Uh, they bring Jerry Reed in, but all the fun oh, and magic is lost. But yeah. that's not my proposition. That that's no. the best right? beer theme movie. It's Smokey and the Bandit, 1977 original. So there we are, Smokey and the Bandit, great, wow. greatest beer theme movie of all time. Well to be decided. Well you made a good, yeah, you case. made a good yeah, case. It's yeah, gonna be agree. tough to yeah. uh, <laughs> to compete with that. So what are the, I, here's what I have. I have car chase, one liner galore, and bar fight. Pretty That's much. what we're a shooting dog. for. It was a yeah. dog. Oh, and a dog. Yeah, you gotta have a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gotta have a dog. Yeah. Yeah. You are, you're I mean, certainly welcome to change the criteria yeah. with your movies. Oh, that's and, yes, that's yes, great. sir. Yeah, that's smart. Sure. Okay. I only gave myself permission to set the criteria yeah. in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't actually a lot of beer drinking per se. Yeah. No, no, so, no. But you do get a good shot of them loading up 400 cases with with the forklift and crashing into everything. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm happy with my Shiner Bock. It was, it was good. Great. And we got to drink right. some, of course, some Shiner Bock. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't do that normally on, no, the, on this podcast. Happen. So there you have it. Fine job, Jeff. Fine yeah, job. Well, well right. done. Thank you. Uh, that's been I Like Beer, the podcast. Greatest beer theme movie of all time, question mark. Thanks for uh, spending the evening with us or the afternoon with us or the morning with us. Uh, enjoy yourselves. But you know what? Right now, Don't play with we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N.